Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming in, tuning in live. We are once again back with Tom Foolery T and K and my uh, beautiful uh, Desposita here, Crystal Little Chavez. Is uh... well, you have to start it that way. That's why I drink my juice, Thomas. Are you gonna try it? Do your not? juice or poison? Because I feel like you're trying to poison me right now. Look, if I was this fucker to... comes into my room, wanting me to try some uh, unidentifiable juice. I was like, oh, you know, it's probably tea or coffee. I touched the cup. It is frozen, practically. It is like liquid nitrogen in my hand. It is cold. Look, I don't nice. know what this is. If I don't return on the show, just know that he killed me off. Look, all I'm saying is... I'm smelling it. I smell banana. It. Why are you fucking smelling it? Just try it. It's good. You're not going <laughs> to dip your tongue into that whole fucking thing of juice, Thomas. What's wrong with a little bit of meat in inside your mouth, of you? Just put it in your mouth and swallow it. Spitters or quitters. Namaste. We're going to. How was asking Jimmy right earlier today? What would you do if someone just came up to you and okay, just this said, is, "This is pretty good." Namaste. I asked him, "What would you do if someone That's said namaste bad. to you?" Do you know what it is? If I said namaste, there are only two ways to respond at that point. It's either in bed or in bed. Say, yeah. Not not I'm gonna stay in I, I'm gonna stay in bed. What? <laughs> I think you just pulled that out of your ass. I pull a lot of things out of my ass, oh, you wow. included. Can you fit two raccoons? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Can I fit two raccoons in my okay, ass? Okay, so hear me out, hear me out, right? Oh, this should be good. Hear me out. Okay. This should be great. You can stretch your asshole up to a diameter of seven inches. How do you know this? Hold on a second. A raccoon can fit in a space of four inches. Also, we may want to, like, talk a little bit in close to the mic. Because it, it's going to pick us up, but, like, it'll be better if we're, like, right here. So, I'm just giving you a heads up. I just realized that. But continue. Doing this live. All right. So. so yes, yeah, so we're doing it live. You get to see both of us just shove raccoons up our ass. Like. <laughs> some, some, hold on, some hold on, hold on. Fucked up a raccoon, a raccoon can fit. Or can fit in a space of four inches. Right? So, you can almost fit two whole-ass grown raccoons into your asshole. That's scary. That's the end of my TED Talk. Thank you for coming. Ladies and gentlemen, on that note... Oh, I thought I was going to like really do it, but I, I guess not. A little disappointed. You know, you'd think we'd be prepared for this after, uh... Yeah. How, how long have we been doing this, Thomas? I mean, that... We've been doing it for a while, actually. It's like, what, going on a year now? Something, something like that. Yeah. But, it too. No, yeah, I originally had the... It's the almost two because of, uh... It's almost two because, um... What was it? We started it freshman year. Remember? When the whole thing, the end game was coming up. You not remember that? No, I remember. Yeah, like that's yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah, it's going on two years. I was hoping that it would play like everything, like right as you said that, like raccoons the bass, and then dun 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 dun. But no, just just didn't do it. Oh, which by the way, I still haven't seen all of Logan. You're shitting me. No, I'm not shitting you at all. We need. Did you see the ending? I I've heard like he died in the end. Did you see the beginning? Oh 
Yeah, like I started it, but then it's just I never like continued How far on did with you it. Get? Oh, just like the opening scene where That's he's like, it? yeah, like just where he was like, I think driving like a fucking what's it called, the, the a limousine, limousine or something. That's shit. it. And then he just, you know, you just see him just bleeding and just like, what? Why isn't he healing? Why is he? Oh, he's gray, Thomas. He's gray. Yeah, that's all I saw. We're watching Logan tonight. Wow. Because Logan was one of the first on the official reviews that I gave. Logan was that good, man. Like, really? I came out of the theater and, like, to, to this day, don't get me wrong. I mean, Endgame was amazing. But Logan? That's up there with Endgame. Mm. Like, Logan was a true work of art on its own. Like, it, it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Which, which, segueing into that, right? Are video games considered a work of art? Well, the doy. Like, why wouldn't they be? Like, kind of like a painting in that yeah. respect. Especially whenever you get into the concept. Why are we talking? Yeah, especially when you get into the concept art details. I hope you know that we have like a completely different thing to talk about, but now we're just going off into our own little tangent. So we'll, we'll get to the, the meat, the meat of this podcast. Sorry here. for all those vegetarians out there, but metaphorically speaking, the meat! <laughs> <laughs> of the pot of this segment right that's what my uh what's oh it chemistry God. teacher freshman year told me ah dr Basti, that fucking german bastard anyways <laughs> like you were saying thomas <laughs> okay then um Might have been yeah i mean like if you they mean they have entire books on games alone like, if they're not uh game through or game walkthrough guides then it's all about the con like the concept art that was dealt with it so just the concept art alone is definitely the work of art. It's just beautiful, man. Like the people getting together in the room, like putting out the drafts, whether it's digitally or on paper. I mean, it's it's crazy. Because then you also have the entire storyboard writing for it, just for where you want like your game to go. Because depending on what game, like if you're having, if you're playing a, yeah, if you're playing a good game, something that actually matters, um, then yeah, you're gonna have like a story. So. I mean, that's the like with any of the Arkham series, any of the Last of Us series, um, uh, Death Stranding, Halo. I mean, all of it. Well, see, I bring it up because there was an interesting concept that was brought up, right? Like, it was referring to Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. About how, you know, if there was a game that you would put, like, an English teacher or someone that's just, like, trying to convert them over that, you know um video games are art it would be that dark souls one really from beginning to end like have you played dark souls one i did i didn't i didn't finish it sadly but like, i know like the the storyline and everything it's a good game it's a hard game it's a very like... hard game but like that's the thing is just like it is just is considered like one of those masterpieces that you could put all along with um what was it doom like mario 64 like those kind of things that just said the industry yeah so like I can totally understand that. It was it was an interesting argument that was brought up to me. Huh. No, I do like that. Like I would say I would say like some of my favorite concept art and everything else would probably be Dark Souls, Halo, Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. I would throw the Batman series in there, but I don't I'll throw Batman in there. Um Yeah, there are one, one for me items. was uh infamous. Like oh, Infamous Son? No, the original Infamous. You not so played? the one before Infamous Son? No, the the one like the very very first. Infamous. I don't think I have. You've never played the mm -mm. first Infamous? I don't think so. Okay, so pretty much it's like the father of the second son, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So ah, fuck, I'm forgetting his name right now. But anyways, 
basically it starts off that it's just he just recently he's like the first guy that has electrical powers right like that's his whole okay. thing and he shoots lightning bolts basically and like you go through the game and you get upgrades and shit like that but the real thing that's like just the kicker of the entire game and the reason i fell in love with it is because your actions like depending on how good or bad they are shifts you to being like a complete like angelic being or like a demonic interesting being. so like like you stay human throughout the entire time right but like you have a meter in the corner next to your health and it shows you how good or bad you are and whenever you do a bad action like killing someone like the the red part lights up and like your good meter goes down but when you do a good action the blue meter lights up and it goes up huh. like saving like helping the police stuff like that and it gets to the point where like if you're all the way bad or all the way good, you get like specific power ups and like um specific, I guess uh sequences that end up happening in the game. So if you like go all the way evil, you end up getting like you have like these things called power cores, and that's like where the source of your power is. Huh. If you end up going all the way evil, then you end up having basically infinite power cores. So it's like infinite power, right? And if you go all the way good, you don't have that, but you're hailed as a hero. Pretty shitty, pretty shitty trade-off there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, it was just... I remember playing that game, like, when I... When, it was, like, one of the first games I got when I got my PS3, and just phenomenal. Love that game to death. Damn, I'll have to go back and check it out, like, such a walkthrough. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted oh, yeah. is Uncharted? a work of art. Uncharted is without a doubt Uncharted 2. That was... I haven't, played the, I haven't played the original Uncharted. Or Uncharted 3. I've only played... Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you see walkthroughs? No, I haven't. Yo, I will gladly take a day just to... So, because... So, Uncharted 4 came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw And it. I went through the concept art. I saw everything that was going on, which... To- Tomb Raider is also a work of art. Oh, to- yeah. Tomb Raider and Uncharted, like, I'm still one of those diehard fans that not only ships the two main characters together, but I would love a crossover series. Like, oh my fucking oh, yeah. god. But, yeah. So, with, with that, Uncharted 4 came out. The trailer was amazing, which I think trailers are for games are a work of art, too interesting um and i decided to go back and since i didn't have a playstation i have an xbox i went back and watched all of the the walkthroughs mm-hmm. for each game uncharted one was the hardest Be- really because when it came out in the graphics mm-hmm. it, it's rough to watch the storyline is amazing that's how good the storyline was even though it had graphics of like the very first witcher game actually yeah. probably worse than that <laughs> It, it, it was rough, but I was like, but the, the story was so good. I was like, I have to see how this ends. Mm-hmm. And the story was pretty crazy. And the second one, a lot better. Third one blew my fucking mind. I don't remember if it was the second one or the third one. Probably the second one where, like, it's the train sequence where the where the train blows up. And he's just hanging on the Yeah, that, that's what, like, really got me. I was like, like yo, shit. Like, fuck, could you imagine me in this situation? And he's just nonchalant about yeah, the entire time. Just like, oh, I got this. Oh, that gap jump, huh? I'm gonna make it. Not even oh, almost fell there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's keep going. Like, damn. No, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm pretty. I played Uncharted too, like through its entirety, and it was fantastic. I loved that game. And then there was also, um, I actually have the original Tomb Raider, not the like original original. No, but like the, like the first Tomb Raider, the, PS, the PS3 Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I have. Oh my god. Like, if you want to play it, like you're more than welcome to. No, because it if is you want to play, I have the entire Tomb Raider collection. Do you have the, the, the first one? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I have the first, second, and then I got the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, the new yeah one. I remember that. Which Shadow was 
crazy. <laughs> Yo, you need to you need to play the second and third one. Yeah, They're I haven't played the crazy. second or third one. I've only played the the first one, and then like you mentioned, Last of Us. I played that one as well. I'm watching the Last of Us two walkthrough. See, I like. Last I of Us started. Two I started to so look in depth. Like I was gonna watch it, right? And then I just heard about some of the critiques on it, and like about some of the things that happened in the beginning. Mm, don't and care. It's just no. If they're if they're bad critiques, I don't care. The ending, I don't know how I'm going to feel about the ending, because I heard some people were upset with the ending. But just the journey alone that Ellie's taking has me hooked. Because the beginning, you don't know why whatever happened happened. It, it, it's crazy, man. Because like, you, you get to see more of Ellie and Joel and like their past and their present. Mm. And then Ellie going off and doing her own thing. And it's just crazy, man. But see, that's the thing. Like At the beginning of the story, it's just, oh yeah, Joel... Shovel to the head. Shovel yeah, to but the you head. don't know everything stop, that leads. Stop, stop. You don't know everything that leads. Oh yeah, spoiler warning by the way. Yeah. Too, a little too <laughs> late for that, I think. You yeah. Know? Um, but everything before that, dude, is, is pretty is pretty good. And but like what leads up to that moment completely caught me off guard because I knew that was gonna happen, but like the way they crafted it was mm. was just because you know what's coming too, and um, the, the, like so. You're playing as two different people. You're playing as yeah. Joel, and then you're playing as this lady, and like they come in contact, mm-hmm. but like they they just know the guy's name. They don't know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So literally, they there's an entire sequence where uh, they work together and literally save each other's lives, and they get back. They offer them food, shelter. They're like, yeah, no, it's really crazy. Like you can stay here. I understand if you have to go back to camp because they don't want to hurt anyone but Joel. So they actually feel bad that you know these two just kind of came through, mm-hmm. and. Now they like they they have to play their cards right. They might have to kill them, which they don't want to do. And they're like they're like asking names, and I'm like, don't like you're sitting there like don't say your name, don't say your fucking name. First thing I was like, yeah, my name's Tommy, and he's like reading the room like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool, you know, it's whatever. Uh, everyone everyone in the room gives their names. Joel, and he's like, yeah, and I'm Joel, and the, the the just the demeanor just drops, and like Tommy's like the first one to notice, and he's like, what's uh, what's the issue? I was like, if you didn't tell them your fucking names Jesus or gave Christ. them fake names, you would have been scot free. Yeah. But like, like you can hear a pin drop, and like before you can even do anything, like just like just shoots Joel's leg with a fucking shotgun, completely obliterating it. Tommy goes to like try and get one of them, and they just like fall and like pistol up him in the back of the head. Fucking hell. Yeah, and it's just rough. But like the entire time, like Joel, like before that. Joel and Ellie like had gotten in a fight and you don't know what it's about. So they weren't talking to each other for like a week essentially. Mm-hmm. And like they like um and freaking Joel ends up like like going out, like getting her a guitar, because like her birthday's coming up and everything, like trying to like make things up to her, like trying to interact with her, but she's hitting that like that that teenage, like her her like that pretty, teenage like, angst. Like she's hitting her, like that her, rebellious phase. Yeah. So she's like a like, almost like she's a young adult. Yeah, she's almost like a young adult at this point, but it's getting to that point where, you know, like you're not really interacting with your parents as much. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. And um so she goes off with like her friend on patrol and they get back and like she was like talking about like talking to Joel or this or that. He's like, Yeah, you know, he'll be fine, like, you know, I'll see him again. Just, like, all of that. And they're like, yeah, you know, Joel and Tommy never came back from patrol. So then, like, her and her friends, like, a small group goes out. She's the only one to to find them mm-hmm. and isn't able to save him. And then, like, what happens after that is a flashback to their fight. And it's just... 
Mm. But see, like, like words that, can't even so describe. That was the thing, right? Is that you know Joel is just killed off at, at the beginning of the the franchise or the the game. Yeah, but you still get to interact with them through flashbacks, which honestly I think is more meaningful than getting the pair together again, because you still get to fight with them in certain encounters and you it's just it's just really sweet but continue yeah so like you know joel ends up dying in the beginning and it's just at that point ellie goes on a bloodthirsty rampage for just revenge and you know it it does bring like that human element to like her character but i you know it was just a different expectation than what I was expecting coming into like the second part of the last. Really? Episode. Yeah, because I expected it to be more so like um, a survival story, kind of how it was in the first part, and it was just continuing that journey. But now Ellie is more; she's been able to go through and like had that growth and like learned all that kind of combat and stuff, and now she's going to be able to go out and you know try to make find a different way to find a cure or. Even something like what going to uh, what was it? I think it's Oregon that they end up going to, right? I it's somewhere like that where the fireflies are. Yeah, and like you know, having all these different factions, I thought it was going to be like kind of a a Walking Dead kind of thing, but you have different factions just like oh no, you do. So like it that's the thing; stuff. it does go into that, and like what happened in Seattle. Like yeah. there's a lot of lore because you can like pick up like read old documents and stuff, and like put pieces together. But um, there there are different factions. Like even then, they're still like fighting certain people. And there, because I don't want to spoil too much, because I really, really fucking want you to watch. Which, it. which, by the way, um, what's it called? Because I'm, I'm not, not finished I'm not, with it yet. Either. I'm not. I'm not saying like with the, that. It's um that it's a bad game, right? I'm just saying like the the direction of the story yeah, took is something that you know I was expecting or that I entirely like. Like just from the gameplay that I have seen, it looks fucking dope. Like it's interactive. Have you, as have you seen? I think it's like there's this guy that I've been seeing. I don't know what his YouTube name is, but it was something along the lines of um what is it like certain area um survivor difficulty no damage aggressive ellie gameplay or something like that and it's just like 10 minutes of just ellie or like the guy playing just walking in there and just completely slaughtering everyone without getting shot or detected detected yeah, yeah it, it's fucking crazy but like the crazy thing is that it's also so easy to die in that game Oh, yeah. Like, if you get hit from behind or, like, e- even if you're just facing off a few walkers, like, you get hit once and you don't, like, dodge correctly, it's very easy to just, like, either get mobbed or otherwise. But, I mean, you can move, like, between almost any building under any car. Like, and at first, like, I thought that there were sections where you had to fight people. But then I realized, like, even after, like, a cutscene and, like, the encounter, you can still stealth your way through. You get to choose whether or not you want to fight. And especially in one of them, because, like, in the beginning, you're, like, essentially being hunted after you're found out. And you have, like, no ammo. So I'm like, oh, yo, like, you're about to die. Like, you, you fucked up. Because the guy was, like, he I, he multi, he repeatedly, like, hit start and, like, went down to, like, restart a checkpoint, like, debating. And he was able to stealth his way through. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fucking crazy. And, like, the commentary changes as well. And they think that you move to, like, a different location. So they start to, like, push more toward it. Because it's also open world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's crazy. Isn't it like certain sections are open world or something like that? Uh, like if you go inside a building, it's not. But like other than that, like once you get outside of Seattle, it's all open world. Really? Yeah, I mean, like there there may be like certain sections you can't access due to like you don't know like the correct code or you have like learned like a certain ability yet. 
so like it kind of helps guide you to mm-hmm. where you're supposed to go for the story but otherwise like yeah you can pretty much like go do something else if you wanted to like it gives you that option like there may be like a like a like a subway system about how like there's supposed to be like a cache or something there or you can like keep going to like the main story which uh one of them like he deviated and ended up finding out about like an entire bank heist that was going on during the the outbreak mm. and they ended up getting trapped in there really yeah so there's like a whole thing of like bank robbers that you had to fight that still had like fucking armor and masks on Shh. yeah it was crazy which by the way have you seen the rat king in the last of us yes no i don't know who the fuck who the fuck's the rat king just keep watching you then. fucker you want because i've seen we're, like, we're watching the rest of it together because i saw some uh lore on like um and it's just oh my god like oh my goodness thomas you can't see uh chris's face right now but it looks like he's having a hisoka orgasm from hunter x hunter <laughs> that does not help your case <laughs> jesus christ but yeah um originally the intentions of uh this podcast and segment was just to go over some of the stuff that happened this summer you know then, catching up yeah and then, and then talk about a certain movie we saw oh, that boy. really <laughs> fucked me up um stop i don't want to hear about it was to his knees I'm, anyway i'm circumcised think about that i don't want to think about it anyway but um yeah yes we are we are back tom fullery with teen k is back i did a few sessions alone uh doing sections for the blm movement doing interviews sadly chris was not able to join me but uh now he's here we are settled into our apartments i finally got my amazon alexa hooked up which is fucking dope by the way um i've been doing dnd sessions i'm part of a shadow run session then i'm part of a curse of strahd session then i'm hosting my own session that has a uh, a weird mix of witcher and uh magic the gathering mechanics with my own little uh twist and taste uh kind of filtered in there um all my posters are up i'll probably be posting uh the live our living room and then my living space on instagram if any of you want to check that out because i thought that'd be pretty wild chris got a cool desk which was awesome and on top of that uh you have a scorpion i do have a scorpion that's the one my uncle got me from afghanistan uh that came that came in with the chest set actually it's in a glass bubble it is in a glass bubble or like a what's it called acrylic bubble one of the two anyways on to your ramblings <laughs> but um yeah man everything everything was pretty pretty wild it was really weird being in like just in quarantine for for a good portion of the session while we were away I, mean, I didn't really go anywhere, but I still got to hang out with friends, like playing magic or you know, getting like one or two people together to to hang out at my my place, uh, knowing like who they've been exposed to and whatnot. And I ended up uh, upgrading my decks, you know, some other stuff. Um, but yeah, like I was talking with Cameron in one of the interviews, and he was actually in downtown Charlotte, and he went to film and everything, which was crazy. Mm. And, like, he talked about, like, there being riots, one guy took out a Glock and just started shooting a store, yeah, and then there was, like, a helicopter above that, like, it was, it was pretty wild. Um, but what about you? Like, I didn't really know, like, what, all of what you did over the... 2020. That's it for you. Yeah. Riots. The Rona. <laughs> Rewind time. <laughs> Nothing good. Oh, yeah, and you know, in April, Kim, Kim Jong-un ended up having, like, um, failed heart surgery or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And, like, all the conspiracy theories circulating around it, too. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, 
And then, you know, you had the whole, what was it? It, was, uh, it wasn't the Epstein thing. Oh, yeah, you had the whole Wayfair thing this summer. Too. Yo, okay, that, is, that was fucking crazy. Don't even we start on the Wayfair conspiracies. Oh, yeah, you had the whole Wayfair thing. And then you had, uh, it was something about. Um, um, Which I have no idea we're going to title this episode. I don't know. I mean, we started talking about video games, and then that <laughs> took up a good, like, 15 minutes. 15 minutes? It took up almost half an hour. What the fuck are you talking about? But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been a crazy summer. For Which me. I wouldn't mind doing a segment on that, like, strictly just about video games or something. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it would so. be. But then we'd start rambling like we are now. Oh, we, we can it's keep all going. all in an episode. Just straight. Going, going live. Raw dog and <laughs> Okay, so as I was saying, right? Um, yeah. I'm gonna for... take a fucking carrot peeler to your erect penis and just start shucking away. Yeah, so didn't this summer, that one, did you? So, so starting the summer, right? Um, pretty much. All I really did was uh. I really need to put an explicit tag on this episode. <laughs> we didn't start talking about splice either. I know. So pretty much, you know, all, all I did this summer was uh work for my internship, right? Okay. Oh yeah, I did too, by the way. Yeah, you told me. Okay, yeah, you I go first. Was, uh, I don't remember what. Oh yeah, you had the internship and you were titled as mechanical. Oh engineer fuck off! No, I because it's the best engineering discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't want to. I brought me on as a fucking um. Uh, consultant and no, mechanical engineering is not the best engineering. But you know, you know, agree to disagree. Because uh, some people here uh, feel uh, entitled in their major. I'm totally not. Um, totally. Yeah, totally yeah, not. Totally not. Totally yeah. not biased at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no hypocrisy here whatsoever. Yeah, fucking uh, <laughs> engineering professor. Um, yeah, fuck your major. <laughs> you know what? Peace among worlds, motherfucker. Peace among worlds. <laughs> Peace among worlds. All right, then. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Anyways, so maybe that's what we could title our episode: "Peace Among Worlds." Peace among, yes, peace among worlds. Yeah. When the aliens fucking come and they see this podcast segment, they're just gonna be like, "Fuck this!" I'm glad this fucking race just went extinct. Like, fuck that. Uh, plot twist: Our podcast is the only thing that survives uh, in the apocalypse, and this is how the world educates themselves. <laughs> um, Thanos' snap was real. We all survived barely. Chris and I are among the last. Uh, a uh, few thousand people. Right now, we're actually living in an apartment that's run down. Uh, there are riots in the streets, fires on top of the building. We survived a bombing yesterday. Yeah, crazy. The thousand people have access to all of those things. Yes. Maybe, maybe five hundred of them were military. Five hundred out of a thousand. Don't worry. About We're talking about it. Don't, half don't of the, worry about th- my mathematical Thomas, statistics. Thomas, think about that. Half of the population has military training is hell bent on just destroying government. You know how fucked we would be, Thomas? You know how fucked we would be? Just royally. That's how fucked we would be. Back to the summer, right? So Define much, royally fucked. So you know what a royal yeah, that's right, flush, scratch your head. You know what a royal flush is, right? You okay, know what now I'm scared. So a uh, Flush does not compare to a royal flush because it has the word royal in it. Just kind of how purple is royal colors because it was hard to make purple in like medieval times. That's a history lesson for you, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as we were saying, let me play with your jowls, damn it. Leave my jowls alone. (laughs) I'm not Jake. 
Wait, do we agree that I was Jake? No, you we yeah, agreed you were Jake. Was Jake right? <laughs> you're you're definitely Jake. Especially when he's talking about the the fucking uh, fifteen steps of love or whatever. No, you're Jake. <laughs> you're not number fifteen. We all talk about fifteen. <laughs> but what stay away from fifteen. <laughs> stay away from it. Stay away from it. I, I feel like at that point it's just like kinda how praying mantises make love. Oh mm-hmm. and the female bites off the male's head. While he ejaculates. Let me tell you right now, if Destiny bites off my head, I'm going to first. I'm going to cry. Second, I'm not ahead. I'm going to have just sincere terror coursing through my body. Then, then after that, uh, that is that is when I kick them. Uh, that is when I kick them, and I run for the hills, my friend. Run for the hills. Oh, I'm I'm glad you have your escape plan planned out. Now, if I I have plans on top of plans. I have escape protocols for oh, every situation. Do you do the Do you do the same thing that my uncle does? That whenever you go into like I a want building, you to keep in mind, we were talking about a sexual activity, and you automatically asked me, "Do you do the thing my uncle does?" When he goes into a building, he says all the exits, and that's it. He knows where the exits are. Oh yeah, I I totally I actually do understand that. That's something Lawrence brought to my attention too. That's why he always sits facing the entrance. So you can see like if anything's about to happen. Interesting. But anyways, summary. I worked for my internship. And um yeah, that was pretty much it. Which was like what was your like internship title and like what was the company you worked for? What were some of the things that you did? Stuff like that. Well, I signed an NDA. So, you know, I can't I mean like really... gen- generally speaking. Okay, so I, I mean really... I, yeah, yeah. Tell me uh the, the secrets to how your uh company uh made this chemical. Yeah, I want. I want the, the ultra chemical. trade secrets. Is that what you want? Yeah, I want. I want I the can chemical write it down names. on a paper for you. Yeah, you are self-incriminating. <laughs> no. He's not actually doing that. Just, just for the record. But yeah, in a, in I mean, a general I, sense. I wasn't. I wasn't even exposed to anything near that. So, like, I worked for Altria, right? The tobacco company, and like their ultra trade secrets would be like, um, you know, like their formulas. There's no reason why I would even need to know that or have access to that. I was nowhere near involved with that. I was mostly involved with material transport, and um, and um, wasn't uh, that you know that big of a deal. It's just you know, oh, like, like, like that, that's all I had to do, right? So, I, it was mostly just focusing on the different, like how to move materials across the facility and stuff like that. That was really the stuff that I. But I know you're even like a lot of presentations though, with like a group. Yes, that's what we because like the group and I. That's what we focused on is like we developed a new different form of transporting. Oh, okay, um, interesting. The like these materials around the place and making it more of an efficient, safer system as a whole. So that was really what that is is like uh, presenting our ideas to like either our managers or supervisors or you know a few other individuals fascinating very fascinating actually it was um, definitely a real eye opening i even got feedback from uh like the coordinator of the program along with my supervisors mm-hmm. and like a few other people that were there for my presentations and they're like well you know you did a good job this summer but uh, really you need to focus on your presentation skills they're ass is basically what they told me. Oh man! Pretty much what they told me. Hey, if you need help with presentation skills, I got you. It was it was mostly like my supervisor was saying. It's mostly aligning your language to be more technical and like. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, to be more technical and to be more business driven. 
and not having so much like a casual conversation kind of presentation. It's more so of more of like it's an informative, just get straight to the point kind of thing. Okay. So that's really what it was saying. Like you, you have to shape your language differently. No, no, without a doubt. And that's something I was learning with some of the like. That's why I'm glad I did research work first, because it helped me get through a lot of the technical jargon that I had to learn. It had to be more oratorical in the sense of, you know, I know these chemical names. This is like what the technical term of it is. This is where we're going from her, which you do want to keep it simple to a point. Yeah. But like, it's not like you also want to sound more confident. Like they know what you know. So like, as long as you say it once and then after that, you can keep it simple. Mm-hmm. But like whenever you're opening, try to like not make it as complex as you can, but you, you get the point. That, that was, yeah, that was another, um, a few things that just were brought to my attention Interesting. is how, because the the presentations that I ended up giving were to people that were somewhat technical, but not entirely technical. Gotcha. So if you were to give them and explain, you know, certain functions in the factory and everything and how they work, they, they <clears> just get lost. And why, why the fuck do I care about that right now? Like they just want to see, they want you to get to your point, the purpose of you being there and that's it. So, okay, that makes sense. So it was just, you know, it was challenging trying to find a way to sculpt my presentation and my words in that format. Interesting. Which one of my problems ends up that like I'll go off on a tangent in the sense of I get excited. Mm-hmm. And so then I start explaining all of the nitty gritty details. So that's something I've had to work on too. So, but I understand that, dude. That's, that's wild. Um, I'm hoping to go further with mine because one that I had... What is essentially working on the principles of uh, limb deformity correction, and so what we started off with was that my the person that I got with me who is a biomedical or biomechan or yeah a biomechanical engineer in a company called Joratech. He's a CEO CEO of it in Colorado, and he sent me like the the Paley book, and I was looking at. They're uh, X, Y, and Z limb deformities. These are the male alignments within the bone. Mm-hmm. This is how you correct it, and these are the techniques. And so that's what I'm focusing on right now, and now we're trying to focus on the, the physics of, okay, if this bone has this male alignment or this deformity, and it's rotated this way on the X-axis and then, uh, then aligned this way on the Z-axis, this is what happens and you'll see the difference in like how much it can support. And so then you're like, you look at the physical, the physical and physic differences before and after the bone has been corrected. And right now, apparently he's trying to work on another technique relating to dome osteotomies, which instead of like taking the bone and just straight up, um, like, like doing like a line break or a wedge, Instead, you do a circular cut, so you can literally just rotate it without changing the bone length. Interesting. Yeah. So, and just stuff like that. I don't know, like, where we're going to go further with it, but I'm really excited to see what happens. So, but nice, man. That's really fucking cool. I know you had to watch your brother and sister, too, which I don't know how Chris does it. I I would shoot myself, personally. It's the same thing I'm having to deal with these two fuckers. (laughs) I swear to God. Mostly this one over here. He's almost like three of them in one. Yo, I honestly, I think Jimmy acts that way because he just really likes you, Chris. Please don't say. Because think, think about it this way: he doesn't, he doesn't interact with me or Jimmy that way as much, you know. Who Isaac? Or I mean, Isaac. Yeah, me or Isaac that much. I mean, he does, but like when it comes to you, I mean, he really fucks with you. 
It's like it's like it's like a, a younger brother and an older brother, and that's what you two are right now. If anything, you're my Morty, but sometimes I wonder if he's trying to get another Morty, Chris. I think I think you're his one true Morty. Look, all I'm saying is, <laughs> is that it's the same fucking thing as having me two children. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You because... don't like having children? You might as well prepare yourself for it because you're gonna have like what ten of them. <laughs> Give or take, you know, you know how fertile Mexicans are. Yeah. So, at that point, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it isn't like yeah, it, it wasn't that difficult really. Just spending the summer with my brother and my sister as well while I was working. Like, of course, there would just come times where, oh yeah, I need you guys to stay downstairs and play with your toys or whatever, entertain yourselves and play with your toys. I'll be back in eight hours. And that was pretty much it. Like, they're hungry. All right, time to cook up some grub. And that's it. Watch like, watch, like, an episode of Black Clover or something, and then move on to the, you know, I have to go back to work. Go and handle your stuff. So, in all honesty, it wasn't really all too, all too difficult. Um, I will say I do have a lot more time. I had a lot more time to myself when I was back home with them than I do, like, now. Really? Yes. Don't you just love us? No, I was noticing that, because I was I was realizing that, like, while I was talking to my girlfriend over the phone and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, had a lot, I had a lot more patience over the summer than I do now. How so? Like, um, so, for example, right, she has a hard time conveying her feelings. Okay. And, really, it's kind of like, um, they're, like, it's kind of like you have two different people. People that have to poke and prod. Hey, tell me how you feel. How you? Feel? Oh, you mean like Isaac? Yeah, like Isaac, right? Fucking sweet you have dog. to you have to keep you know prodding Pretty them much. so that they can tell you you know how they feel, and then you have other people that will just tell you straight up. Yeah, this is how I feel. This is or this is how I feel. This is why and you're an asshole. <laughs> like, but like yeah, so like oh, she, you know, for her it's just difficult for her to express how she feels. And over the summer, it was a lot easier for me to just. To have the patience to continue to ask her? No, I'm good. Thank you. I have some in my room, too. Oh. Except they're not mango. Mango? This is golden apple. I love How the mango. fuck do you get It ma- looks like a mango. because It looks like a mango. What the fuck? It's an apple. I was looking at it from here. It has a stem and a leaf. Anyway. It says golden apple right right above that oh, picture. I was that gold. So look, anyways, the point is right. Golden mango. It was to the point. It was to the point when I got like uh. I should have done by the way. <laughs> it was to the point in the afternoons, like when I would talk to her, I just had a lot less patience, and I wouldn't ask more often, and like verify her feelings and her thoughts. I mean, you could attribute to to that, but it could also be that sometimes you just get sick and tired of it. Which is something else. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely a part of me that's just like, you know, why can't you express yourself? Just, I, I've, at, like, it's like we've had this conversation, you know, several times before. And, like, I'm not saying, like, there's definitely a part of me that is um, irritated, right? But then there's also another part of me that, like, that's, that's the emotional side, I would say. Like, the irrita- ir- ir- um, irritation side. Yes, the irritation <laughs> really sets in. But the, like, logical side of me, understands like you know due to past traumas or um past relationships or whatever it may be 
it's just difficult for that person to express themselves. And all I can really do is, you know, have patience and try to do my best to understand them. And since that is the harder option to do, since I have less patience and like less, I guess you could say willpower, not necessarily willpower, but you could attribute it, like correlate it to that. It's a lot easier to take the easy route for me, which is, you know, given to my irritational or to my emotions that are irritated okay. instead of going through the hard path of like sitting there, taking time out of my day, exhausting my mental willpower. Hmm. Like, all right, tell me what's wrong and how can we fix it? But it's just something I've noticed. And this fucker over here really helps, <laughs> really fucking helps with that. So I've thought yeah, like deflating your bed. Last. <laughs> this, I was laying in my bed. I was just like, you know, it's sleepy time, Jim. He's like, oh, sleepy time. Is it? This fucker just deflates my bed. I have an air mattress, right? Because I didn't want to spend $300 on a fucking oh, bed I was only going to use for man. two or three years. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just get an air mattress. It'll be fine. I, it'll last for two years. It's 60 bucks. You know, what, what, what's the harm? <laughs> I'm laying in my bed. Like, All right, Jim. I want to go to sleep. I'm on the phone with my girl and everything. Oh, no. Just <laughs> deflates. I'm on the gym. My ass is touching the floor. Isn't that great, Chris? Jim, my lower back is on the floor. I want your whole back to be on the floor. <laughs> All Ooh, the literally, this man is. He, I, I walk in because I keep hearing. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck are they doing in there? So I walk in. I just, I just see like a like a little like a little showdown with Chris just laying in his bed with his with his, with his uh, Maury face. And and Jimmy with uh with his I guess Rick face, just I'm just like what are you what are you doing? He's just like I'm de- I'm deflating his bed. What the fuck does it look like? Do do you need me to write a comprehensive paper for you, <laughs> Jim? My my left butt cheek is touching the floor. <laughs> I'm just like what what why? And it was just hilarious. They were just going back and forth at it, like talking, just saying stupid shit essentially, and. Then, then Jimmy, Jimmy fucking killed me, cause, cause he was like, I was like, well, why don't you just do it all at once instead of doing it periodically? He's like, cause that's what makes him suffer. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this fucker would deflate it, then stop deflating it, then deflate it, then stop deflating it, then deflate it, then stop deflating it again. Then- yeah, and then, and then he was just like, you wanna know what it's like? It's like when you're waiting on the line at an amusement park. <laughs> you move just a little bit, stop, then you stop. Now you don't move anywhere. A couple people go in. <laughs> then, then you got to wait again. Then, then you want to know what really happens? The people who pay that extra $30, they get into the VIP line. <laughs> Peace among worlds. Just flicking you off. Hit burn. Starts turning around in a fuss. Spinning in a circle. Holding up both of his middle fingers. It just goes for like a good minute. Then he spin on his ass. <laughs> Wait, what? yeah, yeah, yeah he spit on his ass, didn't he? I'm not gonna lie, I thought you said he spit on his ass, and I was like, "How the? Fuck That's pretty fucking impressive." <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about it. So I was like, "I know Jimmy's not that flexible <laughs> for a lot of reasons." I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" Yeah, I want to think about how that could be possible. Don't you know? Just sometimes he. I once saw this interesting picture. It was uh, you never heard of the the term of uh. Bending your elbow all the way around to your ass. Well, you know, like the handicap sign that that is placed on stuff. You know how it's shaped. 
they did the same thing, and then they revealed that it was actually the man's penis going around in a fucking circle. And you wonder what he did? He rode it around town like a fucking unicycle. Okay. Picture that. I want you to think about that. It's like like a South Park episode. Remember the episode where they have ball have their balls enlarged by uh, testicular cancer from a fucking microwave, and they just started hopping around on their merry way. It's the same thing with your penis. And then they put them in a wheelbarrow. Yo, Splice could have done that. You know he could have. Could he? With his tail, at least. Could've. Depends on which one he's talking. Which tail? The front or the back tail? <laughs> I mean, you might just do both. Which, is that something you want to talk about now? I think we'll get there eventually. I don't know if we're done with this yet. What are we at? For, we're halfway. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Anyway, but, um, Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Oh, and we fin- you finished Avatar. Yes, I finished Avatar. It was, so a, it was my first time watching it. And I just Yo, I can it. already imagine the fucking reactions on the screen. First time watching? What? Yo, I told Lawrence that. He was like, what? <laughs> Yo, he was mad at you. <laughs> Probably get a beating when he comes by. <laughs> Before you even move, just on your ass. What the hell is that for? You didn't watch Avatar the first time, <laughs> motherfucker. Like I never like I never watched it in its entirety whenever I was younger or anything, and yeah, I didn't like like as soon as it came onto Netflix, I was like, oh shit, I should watch it. It was beautiful watching your reaction. Uh, just jaw dropped. I was like, here, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Yes, because um, oh yeah, it was it was definitely really great, especially for a kid show in the two thousands. Oh yeah, going back and watching, I'm just like, yo, wow, what the fuck? Because it's just very interesting the things that do and don't get approved. For uh, quote unquote kids television, mm-hmm. which I also find it like interesting whether it's like the era or the way that we grew up, but how all of those cartoons are still like so important and relatable to us. Hit parents going, what fucking cartoons, blah blah. Yeah, yep, okay, boomer. <laughs> so yeah, definitely like um, a bunch of cartoons like just there. I'd say they're a lot more in depth and thought out than the ones like now. Oh no, without a doubt. Like what is well, it? Uncle mo- mo- Grandpa. We don't talk about that. That who shall not be named. And and even in regards to that, I mean, like I've been because there is one current kid show that I love that I, I still am watching, and I've been trying to get my brother into it. And I think you like it too. It's called Craig of the Creek. I haven't heard of it. Uh, essentially, it's like and it's in like like a semi black community too, which is really which is really interesting. But um. It's it the the main character is is a black little boy, which I also think is very empowering because you don't see a lot of that in cartoons, mm-hmm. like like a like a male um or like a like a black male uh protagonist. Yes. And so it takes place with him, and then you have like these two kids. But like, what happens is that it's like I think they're in like either elementary or middle school, and after school they'll go to the creek, which is like this like really cool forest community in their backyard. And so, like, all, all the kids go there. And Craig is, like, uh, like this, like, you know, kid wannabe adventurer. Uh, like, his D&D has, like, a wizard staff and everything. But he's an explorer, so he makes a map of the entire place. And they're always finding, like, these cool new locations and everything. And so, like, uh, like the sewer systems, it's, like, the, the water park for the kids. Because of, like, right. how it is. Um, you have, like, different uh, factions, like, uh, like the paintball warriors. So, like, there will be, like, certain segments that are just cut off from, like, paintball wars. Okay. Um, they've, uh, they've made their, and then, like, uh, Craig and his friends made their base inside of a stump of a fallen tree stump. And so, like, there's, like, a lid to the stump, but then, like, the entire, like, underground is, like, hollow. 
which is like really cool. Um, you have these ninja kids that like reside by the waterfall that read like manga every day. Um, you've got the trading tree, which is uh, this other little girl is like an entrepreneur. So she'll bring in snacks and like pay for them. And then she's like, okay, yeah, you can either give me money or you can trade me something. But then she'll use like what was traded for something else. And that's how like the people like get their snacks and everything is at the trading tree. It's really mm-hmm. cool, man. Like, I think you'd really enjoy it. It's just little stuff it sounds like, like that. A, like they made their own little community. Pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty it's cool. almost like, like a weird spinoff of uh, of uh, Bridge to Terabithia. Okay. So, yeah, it's really cool. It just, it just has like a lot of cool stuff. So I'd definitely love to show it to you one day. But I mean, Steven Universe and Steven Universe Future. Those are some really Adventure other good time. ones. Yeah, but Adventure Time is a little bit older, like where Steven Universe was still ongoing until last year. So. Yeah, no, I can understand that. But like, you know, I mean, there, there are like far and few between. Like, there, there are some good ones out there, but then again, there are some that aren't yeah. really all that great, like that I just don't agree with. No, I, I completely understand. Like, there, I think there's one called like Meemaw or something. But a fucking weird ass cat. I don't know. I, I don't see the point in the plot, but you know, it's whatever. Or so. like, I, I personally don't like Teen Titans Go. Oh no, I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate My it. My brother it, it's sister pointless. love it. I try to get them into the OG Teen Titans. Yo, you know they made a movie about that? It was Teen Titans Go versus Titans. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Was it good? It was kind of good. I mainly watched it for the older Teen Titans. Yeah, of course. Why else would you watch it? The, yeah, that is the only reason that I watched it. Why else would you watch it? Yeah, but other than that, I was like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, we're going to prove that we're better than that other TV. I was like, no. No. Impossible. Pretty much. <laughs> So I mean, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, no, so, I I hate. I'm still waiting for a final I season. Tried, oh, I know they said they were they announced it, didn't they? Yeah, they were gonna have one. Where is it? I don't see it. I'm waiting. They but they they said it. Hey, hey, it's okay. It's okay, Chris, Chris, Chris. We got Injustice season three. We can we can have it happen. Injustice season three. Yeah. You mean Injustice season three? Did you ever see? Or not? Fuck, not Injustice. You mean um, Young Justice. Young Justice. There we go. Yeah. When did season three come out? Young Justice. Like a while ago, but okay. like you gotta think about like how long we had to wait for that. Yeah. Because I like, was thinking like, like a while. Because I remember like like, like season... almost I don't know like five or ten years somewhere. In yeah, somewhere. like I remember like um, season two was out. Like, yeah, I saw that one. I'm. I think I well, saw season, season three. three. No, no, no. Because season three was Young Justice Outsiders. It's what happened after the show got canceled. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I I have the free trial of the DC streaming service. I plan on watching. <laughs> I'm so. pretty sure I watched what happened to you. But yeah, apparently it's got like Static Shock, Raven. Really? Yeah, it's got like all, yeah, it looks really interesting. Which I still don't understand why they canceled that TV show. It was so fucking great. I know. I know. So, like, I remember it was to the point when I got, I think, my Mac actually, that I ended up bookmarking, you know, websites to watch Young Justice Season 2. It was good. It was fucking good. Oh, yeah. I'm so upset. I don't, I still don't understand why they canceled it, but whatever. I don't know either. But what I do know is that I do plan on finishing it. But that's the thing. Like I, I don't know. I hold out hope for a lot of TV shows now. And I'm still really hoping that they bring back Gravity Falls. Because it didn't get canceled. It just ended on a really good note. But I, it was just so fucking good. Like I really want more Gravity Falls. Which I'll throw Gravity Falls in there. Cause I it can't was, wait till they make a merger between Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty. 
Because I did point that out to you. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's going to, I don't know if they, if they do, it's going to be an interesting parody because it's a Disney thing. Yeah. So, like, they, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they can finesse their way around that by all fucking means, but like. Because I did show you, like, the, oh, the I know. Like, evidence beforehand, right? Of, yeah. Like, Bill Cipher being in season two. Um, like the coffee mug with the like question mark and like the pens and shit going through one of the portals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's definitely possible, and I I do want it to happen. I don't think it will. I think it's just like little nods or whatever. Yeah, which I which I I respect that. That's pretty cool. And I just I want another season of Rick and Morty because because I, I finished the newest season. It was amazing, but now I want another I want season more. four. Yeah, one a while ago when you told me it was out. Hmm. All right, yeah. So, what was your favorite episode? The Bad of Acid episode? Bad of Acid episode. That was so... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying so hard to think of a way to put my D&D players in a situation like that. Just, just to fuck with them. Gotta jump in the Bad of Acid. And so, Is that what you're trying to do? Get them to jump in the Bad of Acid? I'm trying to, like, have... I, honestly, I just want to basically give them... Because they're, yeah, they're, they're having a lot of wins, which I, I'm fine with that. I'm giving them the wins. But I want and I want just one session where I can just say fuck them, just just because I can. I'll be like, yeah, you know, here's your little mission. You just have to do this. This is a plan. Go ahead and follow it through. It's all gonna go really well. And then I'm just gonna put them in that exact same situation. You know, you should do it. You should do it in like a volcanic region. Oh yeah, the lava is uh, acidic lava. It looks like lava, but it's really acid. So you can think of that of them as geysers of acid. Why why do that when you could just say that the lava is an illusion or something? Why why would you? Because the lava lava's why would you have it as acid? Lava's lava. It's gonna burn anything anyway. Just make it into acid. Why the fuck would I make lava into acid? Because then you could say, oh yeah, the the vat of lava that you just jumped into that looks like acid that is actually acid is just mountain. I'm still confused on the point of why the lava has to be acid. Why can't you just go from lava to Mountain Dew instead of going from lava to Mountain Dew or from lava to acid to Mountain Dew? You're, you're taking a whole unnecessary... Because then it's more believable. more believable. It's more believable. No, it's not. How could lava be Mountain Dew? Lava's red. Mountain Dew is green. There's red Mountain Dew. And regardless of that, it, it'd be some type of... It'd be something else. Like... Anything else, because first of all, you know how much fucking mountain do you would need to yeah. fill a volcano? Yeah. Why would you go through all... That's... No. No. You You're... might as well have them go into a factory where there's there's molten metal or something in the factory. Only to have it as like a super... I don't even fucking know. But like, Look, that's just so... All I'm, all I'm saying is you need at least five. I mean, what? I'm getting there. At least five. And then you just fill up the volcano. You open the lid. Pour it out. Throw it away. Open the lid. Pour it down. Throw it away. And, you know, you get through halfway of it. And then most of that has been absorbed by the volcano. But then the other half fills it up. That is so unnecessary. It's not even comical. Or, or, Or what you could do is you could make your team spend three hours... Filling up a volcano with Mountain Dew. Why? And then having them jump into it. And at the moment that they make contact with it, it turns into acid, killing the party. Look, 
This is gold. All right, and you're not taking advantage of it. <laughs> All right. The, do you know how much the U.S. government would pay for the gold that I'm giving you right now? <laughs> They're trying to collect all the gold, all right? All of it in the Federal Reserve. It's all there. Yeah? Yeah, it's all yeah. there. That's why it's so expensive. What's the one thing that is still valuable even after an apocalypse? Gold. Like, 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 and Fallout. Fallout, right? What? Right, you know Fallout, right? What? Okay. So in Fallout, How did we go you can for find. Listen, look, look, look. In Fallout, you can find gold, right? And that's worth a lot of caps because caps is the currency in Fallout. But gold is still worth something. Ancient civilizations. Gold. <laughs> you done? So I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just saying. There's a lot of opportunity. Are for you gold done? In front of you, and you're just not taking it. Chris. Comedy Your gold. idea Comedy gold. is the equivalent to you telling me I have a broken to have sex with Destiny without a condom. You do it anyways. What the fuck? I'll see the problem. Just be like Jimmy. No. <laughs> Better yet, that's the equivalent of you giving me idea, the idea to tell my brother, my younger brother, yes. to go have sex without a condom. We'll learn how to pull out that way. If you think about it. Chris, I want you to, to take a step back and realize how retarded you sound right no, now. No, I'm just saying, like, how do you... It's like this. Your Thomas. gold is fool's gold. It's like this, Thomas. You think you can fool me with your lies? It's huh? Like this, well, guess Thomas. what? You rolled a nat one on deception. A nat one. Think about it this way. My passive, 15. Think about passive it. perception is 15. I didn't even have to roll insight. Look. It's like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. If you're gonna park, yeah, right, yeah, you don't follow the white lines. What you do is, is you have to park whenever there's two cars right there, Thomas. Because if you don't make it, oh well, shit, you're Chris, paying a bunch of money. That is the equivalent to saying that there are two parking spaces. They yes. parked on the on the on the leftmost side and the rightmost side of each, and you're saying that you can squeeze your tiny ass car in there when there is a space small enough for a motorcycle. You are foot, going to fuck up your car in the process. The foot fits the shoe. Except the foot does not fit the shoe. Then you try somewhere else. I don't see the point you're trying to make. It's the same thing with pulling out, right? The no. only way you get good at no. pulling out is by practicing. And how I do you practice? I pray to God it. we get messages just demanding to know where you got your education from where i got my education from the same university you did speaks volumes for your degree now fucking doesn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah it does it shows that you're you're just fucking useless we came from the same college so I mean, not from the is, same department do not associate my department just as useless too just saying so, look, all I'm saying is if, you know, the heads of the engineering school in general can hire, you know, my professors, then they can hire... You know, better yet, you remember that joke we made on the podcast a while ago, the difference between a physicist, math- mathematician... A mathematician. Sci- a mathematician, scientist, and... Uh, An engineer. Yeah. You know you know where you fall into? How useless you are? You're the mathematician right now in that look, situation. I'll have you know. You, you, can, you can spread bullshit all day long and try to baffle me with it. All right, but guess what? At the end of the day, you never make it out of prison. I know the perfect. Same thing with this. Your idea prison, does not go anywhere. Way to get out of 
Just because I can't execute it doesn't mean it's not the perfect idea. I, I don't know about that. I'm just saying. Mm. That's how it works in my head. Don't think in that's... anyone's head. I don't think that's how it works. It's like this. If you have a recipe to make mashed potatoes, and they're the best mashed potatoes you have ever tasted... Chris, you're IQ you right now. You, you would find a way to burn minute mashed potatoes. You, you would find a way before? to. You would find a way to fuck. You haven't done that before. How did you find a way to fuck it up? <laughs> I had a How friend, do you do that? I had a friend that. How burned, do you answer my question? I had a friend that burned water in high school. <laughs> That's right. All right, now you can continue with whatever the fuck you're saying. We took a little break, but we're back. Yeah. So uh, you can burn water. I didn't burn water. I was just yes, saying you can a scorch friend water. of mine yeah. burned water. It must be a fucking genius. No. She was an Asian lady. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk about it. <laughs> 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 what is that supposed to mean? What I fucking said. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway. We'll find some theme music for a little show. But yeah. Um... That's pretty much uh, all we had to talk about on that. Uh, it's great to be moved in. I'm trying to keep in contact with all of you. Much love to the universe. But, uh, yeah. So, not there too long ago, ago I got it. Chris is practicing tying knots to kill himself. Um, and possibly knot. bondage. He likes asphyxiation. Oh, that's an eight knot. They look like an eight. You're an eight knot. <laughs> I got it. Are, are, are we the game, pod, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking podcast yeah. Episode? What were we even talking about? I was going to bring up Splice, but, uh, you know, oh, some, wait, some, some fuckers okay. want to try okay. to whip me like my ancestors. First of all, I said that first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not according to the podcast you did. Just give me your chin. <laughs> no! Why would I want to give you my chin? Did you just slap me? <laughs> oh. oh. You got to pull out your sock. Socks hurt worse. See another Really? Really? Tomas! Sierra de! Para! Stop it! Tomas! Now we're watching that to beat your mother! Come here! Come here! Tomas! Tomas! No! Back, Tomas! Stop, Tomas! 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 I think. Aha! Now, release my wrath. <laughs> what the hell is going on in here? <laughs> oh, now you want to. Who was this going on in here? This, huh? You do not raise your voice at me. Put down your door. Put down your door. I come in here with a person. You do not get to defend. Put it down. Put it down. Excuse you. Yeah. Get the other person. I got to raise Nadia.
You gotta strangle me. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Go on. Go on. What? What? <laughs> oh! You missed my left nut. <laughs> you came close. <laughs> yeah, you brushed it. <laughs> I perfected the technique. You perfected the Dwarves technique. A leg closing for protection. What was that what it was? I yeah. closed the gates. You have perfected the Thou tuk -tuk. shall not pass. You have perfected the tuk tuk. <laughs> the nut tuck? The, the nut tuck. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Um, Splice. We watched a movie. I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. So there, there was a movie that uh, recently came back out on Netflix. And when I was younger, you know, maybe around eight, I was like, oh, eight. yeah. Yeah. I think it came out in 2007, 2008, somewhere uh, around there. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this seems like a really cool educational. movie. Yeah. You know, it was about splicing animal DNA with human DNA. And I was really into it. I was a little science kid. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to see Splice. Parents were like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> I was like, ma'am. Didn't really think much of it. Now, years later, when I am my free man, I can watch the movie Splice. Which, you know, the beginning is really good. They create this new organism. You know, you find out there's this woman named Dren. Uh... They uh, they essentially bioengineer this uh, this amalgam, right? Yes. And beginning's great. Really, really interesting. Talks about splicing DNA, all the moral stuff that comes with it. They do it. <clears throat> the father tries to kill it. Yes, does not work. They reach into the womb, the artificial womb, to take it out. It has a fucking stinger on it. On its tail. They did not use any predator DNA. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it's supposed to be a defensive mechanism. Yeah, it's, it's a defensive mechanism because they used human DNA. Yes. A fucking stinger. Then after that, later on... But then, yet the, okay, so... There were two organisms that they made beforehand that was just... Um, blobs? DNA. They're just fucking blobs. And then they added human DNA all of a sudden. It looks like Mew. Yeah. And, yeah, pretty much the blobs had the stingers as well. But... Um, like Thomas was saying, it ends up becoming where, oh, they're like, oh, but it's human. Morals, we can't kill it. And then the mother starts to, or the the female, like these, the two uh, scientists are married, right? So the female ends up getting attached to the uh, Mew and names yeah. it uh, Dren. And, uh, you know, it starts to develop, you know, human characteristics and develop, <clears throat> um, linguistic abilities it can't speak but it can identify language and all that kind of stuff and it goes into like the assassin's creed theory of having memories locked in your genetic code because it was learning words that they had never had, heard had never heard before so you know it's kind of cre creepy and you're like okay you know it's whatever then it goes to the point where they have this um she I gets guess, a fever oh yeah she gets a fever and at which point the um, the father, the male scientist, ends up trying to drown uh, said creation, and you find out it has aquatic lungs. Yeah, it cannot be drowned. It can't be. They drowned. were like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna kill it right here now while I can." Me and Chris looked at each other. If they don't kill it now, it's more they're fucked. Yeah, they are fucked. Straight up fucked. 
I was like, he's gonna try to kill it by drowning it. It's gonna fucking breathe underwater. Call it right now. It fucking did. Yep. And then at that point, you know, they're like, fuck, we can't keep it here, right? Oh, oh, and then there's a scene where the the uh, the husband and wife end up fucking. I like you know. it when they watch. Yeah, and then the, and then the fucking kid ends up watching them, and the dad is just like watching the kid, watching them, and then the, the kid just disappears, and the dad's like, "Oh, time for me to." And then the kid's gone. But anyways, you know that happens, and then they take the kid to like um, like a farm. Right. It like, went from normal. To real fucking weird, oh, real fucking yeah. quick. They went to the fucking farm. At uh, which point, it, it's you gotta think about what happened before. Was there anything else happened before the farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't think yeah. so. Like <laughs> they went to the farm, right? The kid, or they end up taking the kid to the farm, and at this point, they monitor it, and it's like it starts to it finds a cat, and it starts to go into its adolescence, right? At which point, and you find out, like you know, the mother has some maternal issues like the male or the female scientist has some maternal issues and uh basically what ends up happening is that they um you know or the mother ends up knocking out the kid and tying the kid to a table and cuts off its finger its tail essentially its tail yeah but um it was just the tip of the tail which is where the stinger was and you know, at that point, you know the the male scientist comes in, and at this like you know, oh, and this, it grows it back eventually. Oh, it has we'll, we'll, regenerative we'll to, properties. Wait a second, we'll get to that. At which point, the father comes in and you know finds it, and uh, oh. or, like finds the mother in the. Act I didn't know of, if we were, were going there. Hmm. The, at which point, you know, um, and also the father and and the mother end up switching roles. At the beginning, the mother was very caring, and now the male scientist is more empathetic and caring and will chill out. And and the mother, or the female scientist, is more, uh, let's say... um, mm. Psychotic? Yes. Azula psychotic? Oh, a fucking Azula psychotic. And, um, you know, then it ends up being revealed that the female scientist used her own DNA to create, like for the human DNA... For this, uh, you know, yeah. amalgam uh, for Dren. And uh, at which point, you know, the, the Scient- male scientist ends up, uh, you know, getting his dick wet with the... Uh, well, you gotta, we gotta think what led up to that, which which is where we just kind of... I didn't, we didn't even pause it. I wanted to pause it. I was like, no, I want to get through this as much as fucking possible because what the fuck is happening? What? But what happened first was that, you know, the father felt really bad. So he's like, you know, I'm going to teach her about, like, jazz and music and self-expression. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they started doing that. Everything was normal. And then they started dancing. There was, like, a really weird thing that was happening. I think, like, how animals, like, when they're attracted to someone, or at least, like, the pheromones or whatever. But mm-hmm. this was heightened because, you know, fucking splice, whatever. And as this was happening, he started noticing all these little features, like the small of her neck, her ears, her eyes. And, like, he pulled, he put two and two together. Like it was, they were similar uh, qualities to that of the wife. So he was like, "Oh, use your own fucking DNA. You're fucking yeah. crazy." Yeah, yeah. Like, who who gave you the right? And and then and then that happens. And yeah, they and just... then at which point, you know, the father ends up, you know, they he goes to the bar and or to um I forgot why he went there, but it was basically just him and Dren. And then the you know the splice or whatever just ends up him. ends up kissing him, and he's like, "No, you can't do that." And then he kisses her back. Like what? Okay, and then at that point, you know, it's like, okay, uh, that's kind of weird. And then all you see is, you know, clothes come off, and yep, there you go. Thank you for the visuals, Thomas. Visuals? <laughs> ASMR? I, 
And at that point, you know, the, the yeah, father I'm naked and the, right now. The, the father and the, you know, the, the thing end up, you know, procreating, let's just say it, put it that way. And you see, and like, um, previous to this, you find out that, uh, Dren has wings. And oh, like little yeah. frills and shit on the back of her head and on her back. And, uh, yeah, she know, can fucking fly. She can fucking fly. And at which point, you know. Oh, and has like the, the agility and speed of a fucking gymnast. Oh, yeah. And has like the strength of three fucking men. Something like that, you know. And, uh, you know, the dad ends up, you know, just giving it to her. And at which point the wife walks in. Oh, and while they're doing it, you know, she just regenerates her tail. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was fucking weird. Yo, Chris really fucking scared me because he was like, she's about to Black Widow her. Where they just end up killing the mate. And I was like, yo, do not fuck with me. Yeah, like, I, I honestly thought, like, the um, Dren was going to end up killing the fucking husband just right in then and there. When she grew her tail back, and just, ah, boop. But no, she didn't do that. And then, you know, at that point, like, the husband and the and the wife end up leaving. And then they have a big argument. Then they come back. Oh, and you want to know what his excuse was for fucking, basically, their, their daughter? Just moral. I was confused. Morality. Where did it go? He wanted to get his dick wet. Plain and simple. Anyways. Well, there are some lines you do not cross, you sick bastard. Oh, no, no. Like that at that point we're just like, what the fuck is this movie? But then yeah, we're like I, But then we're like, well, I mean, we can't just We're already it. this far yeah, in. Like, There's only like twenty minutes of it left, so I mean why stop now? Yeah, and then at that point, you know, they go back to the farm and they go to, you know, find Dren or whatever, and she's at the bottom of the like they have like a tub of water for her. It was like a big fucking tub. And, um, yeah, you know, she's semi aquatic. Yeah. And then they think, you know, they think, oh shit, she's dead. Right? Yeah. They bury her. The people, like the people who they worked for, found out and everything. They came um, back and they're like, where but is she? You it? have to go back to the other blobs in the presentation. Okay. So that yeah. was fucking. So, yeah. So, at which point, you know, after like they have the, or this was before they have this big ass fucking fight and shit. And like before the dad fucks the, you know, um, they had a presentation of these other uh, creatures that they made with just animal DNA, and at which point, you know, they uh, they uh, open up the chambers that separate them, and one of the creatures had a sex change into a male, and both male creatures ended up fucking each other up just in front of everyone, just splattering yeah, blood everywhere, blood everywhere, and um, you know, basically that ends up happening to uh, Dren. Yeah, they end up you know burying her and you know the other scientists come by and they're like where the fuck is it and they're like it's in the back yard here's a shovel and then all you see is you know you just hear a screech and you look up on the top of the roof and all you see is a big bald-headed muscular lanky male with his wings extended very aggressive ends up taking out like the two scientists that came to the farm and then, you know, the female and male scientists end up running into the into the woods or something. And then they go by a creek and they are like a pond. And they're like, my brother's in there. I have to save him. And the male gets dragged down. And then the female books it. And then, you know, at this point, me and Thomas are like, oh, well, the male scientist is dead. Nothing you can do. Female scientists get the fuck out of there. And at which point, you know, the uh, <clears throat> Dren ends up. Coming out of the water and, you know, pins the, the female scientist. Like, she's just, like, in some somewhere in the woods or something. She's on her back. And uh, 
At which point the uh, creation starts to no, because you. Well, what did I miss? No, no, no. She gets raped, which is which is really fucked up. Yeah, like that. At that point, it's just like what the at fuck. That, I'm not gonna lie. That was that was hard to even see. Yeah, but, like like shit. she was like, "What do you want?" And like this weird. Keep in mind, like the creature's face is like fucking weird. Yeah, like like no pupils, just fucking. And like he says, like this like weird ass raspy voice inside. Pause. Oh you. yeah, that's what really fuck fucked me yeah. up. <laughs> Like apparently before that, when I was like looking away, Chris saw his dick went down to his knees. I don't think he went. That was the part that scarred me the most. The most. Okay. The most. Okay. Yes. The most. Okay. Children could have died. They could have had their heads just decapitated in front of me. I like. Okay. I like how that's the part that is really, just really, but just did it for that you. Long... Wow circumcised penis that just touches his knees flaccid could you imagine how long it was if it was hard thomas me and jim did the calculations about two more inches would have been put on that monster about two more you want to know the total number we came to you want to know it? 16 inches thomas. 16 i don't even know how far you can count to get to 16 that's more than a ruler. That's almost more than two rulers. Think about that, Thomas. A ruler and a half, Thomas. Two inches thick. Just like that. Just against his knees. And he just rapes his fucking mother like that. Wait, something interesting I thought of was I wonder if Dren kept all of her memories. Cause that would, that's what makes it even more fucked up. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't say so. And oh, and what really was fucking terrifying too was the way that ended up using its tail to just undress her. Yeah, like it ended up using its fucking tail and its stinger to like pull down the mother's pants, and then at that point it just fucking raped her. Yep. And, um, you know, and the moral of the story is do not watch. The yeah, just don't do it. Oh, and then uh, just to finish out the story, the father ends up coming back and sees that. Right. And the uh, male or and then the, you know, I think he shoots. Uh, did he shoot him or hit him with the shoulder? Yeah, no, he, he hit him with like a fucking either like it's like a spear, essentially. Yeah, some shit. And then like, you know, I don't know. He did impale him. And the. uh the fucking monstrosity stabs him with the stinger, kills him to make sure that the fem or that to make sure the female scientist does is doesn't have a chance of getting impregnated by another species or whatever. And um, you end up finding out in the after credits that she's pregnant. She keeps the child, and she's keeping the child for science. For science, fuck that. Could you imagine giving birth to no, that? No, I don't want to. And having the no. fucking stinger? The stinger. Think about that. Just poking around in there. The way you say st stinger. Stinger. <laughs> poking around in there, Thomas. As it's coming out the birth canal. Poke, 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 poke. It's gonna fucking die. Goes into the, si into the doctor's hands. Poke, 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 poke. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Don't watch Splice. Do not watch Don't Splice. do it. Like, it's... Nah. Not worth it. Don't watch it. It's not. Do not. Like watch unless it. you have a, a morbid sense of curiosity <laughs> after yeah. hearing all the shit we and you really want to see them visuals, don't.
just please don't do it. Yeah. I wish I could erase it from my mind. Oh, me too. But it's in there. I could, I tried to, I put certain parts in the vault. Oh, what? Like that, uh, the 16 enti- inch, the cock? entire, that, yeah, that entire scene where, yeah, just yeah. in the vault. Gone. Omitted from memory. Blank. Oh, yeah. Don't think about it. You're saying what? I don't know. I don't know. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Season two. Chris, Chris, www.christhomasadventures.thomasandchris.edu.gov.net. <laughs> Governmentally sanctioned, academic purposes only. Uh, Twenty bond, bondage, rope, everything you could you could ever ask for more. More Tom fuckery, more Tom foolery. We got that definition. We'll put on the next podcast. Um, this is it. This is it. And, uh, yeah. I guess we're out. Anything you'd like to say? No? I'm tying Thomas to his bed. I want to practice fighting like this. Fighting this way? Yeah. It'd be very interesting. Because I know how to break out of this in, like, a zip-tie format. But, like, I, I do actually need to know how to get out of this. You can that challenge. I'll, I'll dislocate my fucking wrist. And with that, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been Tom Foolery with TNK.